Hello and welcome to the fourth annual Cheltenham Festival Preview as brought to you by a Judges Guide podcast. We have this season survived equine flu, watched Bouverdere get beat by Verdana Blue and now it's our time to tip winners to you. My name is Richard Churchill and I'll be guiding you through the minefield that is the Cheltenham Festival trustily steered along by a trio of the game's shrewdest judges, Martin Fagan, oh, Rob Alexander, Church, and David Barnes. Oh, a muted introduction. Yeah. Oh, hello there. <laughs> How long did it take you to do that rhyme? Uh, I, I literally, as I was waking this morning, as I was waking this morning, it Excellent. came to me. Excellent. Uh, before we start, please remember not to rate or review the podcast. Um, we don't care. You, you, can't, <laughs> you, you can't follow this podcast on Twitter because we don't have a Twitter account. You can follow me at our Churchill Twenty Six. Is it going to be on Saturday? Uh, I do spend most of my time sharing my shy Instagram posts and posting about US sports. So I mean, you shouldn't follow me. It's really not great. It, this will be on, I mean, obviously they'll know because they're listening to it, but yes, it will be on SoundCloud and uh, one of the other ones. Sound. Well uh, no, not SoundCloud. No. It won't iTunes, be iTunes, is it not? iTunes and another one. People are probably saying that by now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to crack on. That's a minute and 26 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is the test or <laughs> We're going to start naturally. Uh, this is the Tuesday episode, so of course we're going to start with the curtain raiser. It's the Supreme Novices Hurdle. The fav in the market is Al Dancer, four to one across the board. Uh, we've got Angel's Breath, nine to two. Classical Dream, five to one. That's been punted in. It's getting smashed up, isn't it? Fakir Dudariz, b- b- five, six is available. Alexia Denutz at eight. And double figures, the rest. Uh, Rob Alexander gets kicked off the Supreme Novices Hurdle. Are there any firms going extra places or anything like that, Church? <laughs> uh, William Hill uh, currently in at seven places of 50 odds. That's incredible. What an offer. It's just absolutely bizarre. <laughs> it's, I mean, what are the, what's, the, what's the field size at this point? 16? We have 18 runners. 18 runners. And uh, you're going seven places. Wow. You may as well just back all of them each way and <laughs> probably get. You might be. You must be betting over break on that. Not well, bad. they're quite short a few, but. Uh, it's a wide open race, so I suppose it's probably one of the easier ones to go extra places on, on the day. Uh, Classical Dream, you can see, has been well backed. It's the only one that's blue on odds checker. And I think if the ground is as soft as it's suggested, it does have a really good chance. Uh, Ruby Walsh is on. In terms of the price disparity between that and Aramon, it maybe looks like Aramon is slightly underrated in the market compared to Classical Dream. But yeah, if you get extra places, you can back three or four each way. I'd probably go... I'd probably still back Classical Dream at whatever price it is, five to one. And even even at that price, even at five to one, you're taking each way for the... For the yeah, you're, you're more or less guaranteed... Break even on that, yeah, and that's that's very fair. Yeah, with that, needs to, uh, need to break down to not break even there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of ones with course and distance form already, uh, Elixir de Nuts is possibly slightly underrated in the market. It's done nothing wrong this season. It kind of, from when I've seen it hurdle all this season in the Tollworth and in the Supreme Trial at, at Cheltenham over this course and distance, uh, this hurdling is absolutely brilliant. He takes a length, half a length from the rest of the field at each at each hurdle, and I think he would be a rock solid each way player, eight to one. 
I can't see him out. Like, if you have a William Hill account, I would be very, very surprised if he was out of the seven. Like, yes, that's Alexei I'd be, be very out surprised. Out of the seven. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Tallworth form, when you look at it, is looking pretty good as well. You, Let's not analyse this race with seven places. Like, <laughs> that's just ludicrous, isn't it? Elixir did not beat Gronson, so he's gone on to win the Kingwell. Uh, beating So Royal, and he also beat Vision Defoe, who came out and won the National Spirit, and also beat Southfield Stone in the race, uh, who upset Angel's Breath, who is like four to one, nine to two yeah. chance for this in the Dovecote. So, I think as a game horse, big, biggest asset is his hurdling, and yeah, the the eight to one looks very fair about his chances. Fair enough. Uh, that's Alexia Denutz. Alexia Denutz. Okay, um, Barnes. Where, where where do your where, where's your first bet of the festival going? The one for me in this is Angel's Breath. Um, the, the the price has shortened up a lot recently, but I th- I think it's well due. He he ran a really good race uh, at Campton. I thought he, he was he was called a lot of names afterwards. He pushed out a lot. Um, I think I called him a slow pig, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> track <laughs> obviously didn't suit him, the, and then took it back after about twenty minutes. Yeah, the, 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 the track, the track wasn't to his liking. I, I think uh, a bit of juice in the ground for the start of the festival. He ran straight to the line, and he, Southfield Stone that day he was uh, giving him five pound as well, and he, he just got first run on him. But um, even with the form as it was, where things would have suited Southfield Stone a lot more in this race than they would have in the Tolworth. He still comes out the winner of the Tolworth beating uh, Elixir Denuts um, on the weights and measures. And I, I just think he's going to um, improve a ton for that because he had the flu jab as well. He missed a bit of work. And uh, I'll be surprised if he doesn't go off favourite. Al Dancer, um, I've heard it said a lot that a lot of these horses in the Supreme would have won the year better fair off 141. And, and I totally agree with that. Um, he pulled very hard, but he was in the right place in a slowly run race. Um, the drift has already started really I can see 6.2 on the machine but I'll be surprised if Angel Breath doesn't go favourite and I think Classical Gene will probably go second favourite as well the market's missed him a little bit because everyone seems to think he was going for the Ballymore uh, the price has started shortening today but I'll be surprised if he's still 6-1 to one, uh, come off time OK, uh, Fagan uh, yeah, I've got a couple in this um, I really do like Classical Dream Um I was against them last time just because of the prices when we backed Adam um, at Leopardstown, but yeah, the, a classical dream, a slightly softer ground because there's going to be a bit of rain overnight, about 8 mil, 9 mil uh, Monday, apparently before Tuesday. Um, I just, I love I love his cruising speed. Like, if you watch his races, both of them at Leopardstown, he, he, he cruises on, onto the bend and he doesn't really, he doesn't really have like a, a turn of foot. But he cruises at a, at a decent level and, and gallops on and gallops on. And I think the test of the Supreme will be absolutely perfect for him. Obviously, Ruby rides. Um, I can see him like sitting pretty handy, like third, fourth, fifth. The faster they go, the better. And I can see him like taking it up like the, the second last or something. I, I know, man, he said, let's not analyse this with the seven places. Like, But fucking, he, he literally cannot be out be out of them seven unless something goes seriously, seriously wrong. Even if you gave me four places, I'd be I'd be happy and I'd, yeah. I'd take... Five seems a bit skinny now, but I, it's it's just because you've been looking at a market for so long. Like Barnsley said, like the only reason he was 8-9 last night is because um, everyone thought he was going to go to Ballymore and people push him out, even though it's fucking stupid because no, 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 but uh, that is what stupid people do in markets, it happens. Um, 
Yeah, I wrote him on here as if like maybe on my notes because obviously we didn't know until until today. But yeah, he, he's my main bet in the race. I really, really, really fancy him. Um, but the other one I like, providing they don't get loads of rain, I think there's only meant to be eight mil, nine mil. Um, is Mr. Fisher? <coughs> I know Nicky Anderson will probably tell you that uh, Angel Angel's breath is better than him, but. At the prices, Mr. Fitch is like what a 10, 11 dance now. Yeah, 10. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can get 11. 10 to 11, something like that. Uh, what I like about him is uh, he's improved with every every single run this season. A lot. He does need to, he does need to improve again to win this. But I think if he'd have ran again before the festival, we'd have seen another bit of improvement, and he'd have been a bit shorter. He just he's been kept for this. He, he's. I just I just think he's he's going to put up a, a clear bet, and I think he'll run really really well. Um, Mr. Fisher and Classical Dream look like the two for me in this. Okay. I was massively, massively stronger on Classical Dream, but now the price has sort of got towards its correct mm. price. Yeah. I think both of them are probably any. I think both of them are probably both of them are probably good bets. Okay. Uh, just to mention what Barnes he said a little bit about um, Al Dancer. Uh, the last forty nine runners to come into the Supreme off a handicap run have all lost. Um, a few have gone really close, obviously, like Kalashnikov, get me out of here, my tent are yours. But it, I'd still be against uh, Aldansa. The two of them in behind that day aren't exactly like world beaters, the kind of like experienced handicappers. I think second was Magic Dancer, wasn't it? He's Magic Dancer's so very exposed to us. He's been there, <laughs> done it. He's better at, at Cheltenham than he is around, what was it, Ascot, where did the reschedule? Yeah. One. The third was a complete rag, wasn't it? Uh, don't Cavalier. say that. Well, whoever he owns it, it's quite It's quite a nice position to be in where you can go to the first race of the festival and want to oppose what is currently the, the fact yeah what was the fact I don't think he will yeah, be was it going to do the field yeah. probably yeah. at the moment is yeah. I think wide open yeah I really, I really like Mr Fisher and uh, Classical Dream at the prices but okay. if I was to back if I was to back seven um, with the seven places Classical Dream obviously Mr Fisher <laughs> and then you're looking at things like if the ground isn't too soft Thomas Darby I was going to Thomas Darby at 20s Thomas Darby's a, a massive price like if you go yeah. back and look at some, well he beat Elixir didn't yeah, he and course and distance form and stuff like that the only worry I'd have with him is is every time Molly Murphy talks about him he does always stress about the ground the ground like he, he, yeah. wants, he wants decent ground <clears throat> so it just depends oh, you, you in a way, you kind of would wish the Supreme was like tear the force race so you can get an angle on how it's actually riding before backing them. But um, yeah, he's, he's interesting. There's a few other interesting ones there, but the main ones for me are uh, Classical Dream and, and Mr. Fisher. Okay. Uh, so just well, at the preview night, we were at Grand, Grand Sancy, got a bit of a shout. Any support between the three of you for Grand Sancy at 10s? He's interesting because he's got rock solid form. He's, he's beaten two very good horses in. Um, so Royale and um, Vision de Flow, Vision de Flow, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But then you look at his price and you're like, it, it doesn't kind of add up, and it, it's just the fact that he is that price is off putting for me. It reminds me of Dodging Bullets, who had been second in the uh, Christmas Hurdle as a novice, and he was coming into um, the Supreme kind of friendless. He was like twelve four into one, and I, I kept backing him. I was thinking, what's going on? Um, he's, he's got this rock solid form in an open company, but he, he and. In addition to that, Grand Sansu ran off 127, I think, in the uh, Fred Winnett last year, and he was pulled up, so Cheltenham might not be his course. Okay. If you were to get, given that it's the first race and you're going to get bigger prices possibly on the day of some of these, if you were to get 16s 
Well, Bronson, so you're going to get 12s, so it's not a stretch. The, yeah, not a is that backable? The one I like at a bigger price is um, if, if the ground was softer. Uh, I know what you're going to say. Vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks like a big three amount of What are you going to say? Because I don't think anyone else Vision has done here. Vision done here. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think he looks like a big three mile chaser, but um, if the ground came up soft enough, it, it's really strange to me that Gordon is up to for this race. Maybe he's just been shoved there because he had horses for the other races. Um, but he's got the tongue tie first time, and Jack Kennedy rides. Um, I, th- I think he could uh, run into a place if the ground's soft enough and if they go fast enough. Okay. Is everyone just completely discounting the juvenile in the race? Fakio Dudery. Uh, <laughs> getting getting that eight pounds or whatever it is, seven pounds. I, I wouldn't like, like to completely discount him, but I, I'm not excited by him. Um, I, I think the form of that race was was, um, it was a really quick time. Can you justify it being eleven really? to two in the market compared to some? Is it is it all in? Well, also been non no bet three to one up until today. He drifted the a bit, didn't yeah, he, when, yeah. the, uh, when the whole fucking Sherlock thing came? Yeah. He drifted for this, stupidly, for non no 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 bet but... Um, Obviously, yeah. don't, not many four-year-olds go for this race, let alone win it, mm. but... I just like... He's got... Sorry, Greg. It looks like he's got the, the figures that would give him a, a chance, anyway. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, no, I, don't, I don't... Obviously, don't fucking sit there and do times yourself, but apparently he did run a... He, he clocked a fast time there yeah. in a challenge last time. Um, There's something about it though. If you've got a horse that's good enough to win the Triumph, uh, have you got two horses that are good enough to win the Triumph and the Supreme? And if they know Sir Eric is definitely better than him, can he still be good enough to win the Supreme? You've got to think no. Well, there'd have to is be it, two very, it, very good is horses. It, is it yeah. a case of Sir Eric is better than him? Not, or is it a case of they want to win the triumph with that Sir Eric and that's the, that's the reason why JP's bought it because he's the only one that looks like a danger that's the impression I get and I heard McCoy say the other day that um, McManus wasn't excited about betting on a fucking doodery in the uh, Supreme he just kind of bought it to try and get rid of fucking I, I, I think it's in the, get, get rid of the, so, the biggest danger basically. It, no I think it looks like an embryo chase and I think it's going to be a good horse in the future but um, I think it's here because they think it's clearly not going to beat Sir Eric. Right, fair enough. So, uh, go on, Fagan. Last, last word of the Supreme. Well, no, um, obviously, I'm saying how much I fucking I like classical dream. Um, Rob mentioned him as well before, but I will have to say, Armand, he's the type of horse. I do think he'll just be weak. I just think he'll be weak on a day. He's weak now. What he's now 12, 14, 14. Which, when you consider, he should have won last time. He, he got beat one on one. He looked in a bit to his left town and took a pull. After the, after the last, trying to get him off, leaning it, leaning into classical dream, he definitely, definitely should have won that day. Um, giving a pound to classical dream, so technically, the, as as Barnes, he said, weight and measures wise, he he won that he won that race. He's the best horse, but it's an eighteen runner field. He's probably going to be way out the back. He's going to need a slight a slight bit of luck in running, but. And I think he's gonna drift. You might even get like twenty you know, on a day, one of them. Yeah, it's already on the machine. Is it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's exactly what I thought. He's um, obviously gonna to have to have a saver on him because if he come and beat Classical Dream, I'd be I'd be fuming. Like, and I do I do rate that form. I agree with what yeah. Barnes said about Vision Donner. If if there is a quite a bit of rain, Gordon Gordon doesn't speak about many horses in a way like he speaks about him. He seems to really really like him. It might be because he thinks he's gonna be a good three mile chase in the future or whatever, but he'd have a chance. 
Um, and another one I just want to mention <laughs> is Itchy Feet. We talked about the other album here, Feet Runner, uh, Thomas Darby, who probably doesn't mind it good, good to shop. He was really adamant as well about him that he'd um, itchy feet would need good ground, but he's another one with with form, isn't he? Is is classical form mm. with with other horses? Yeah, this yeah, is what we've on. worked out is that it's a wide open race. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. But I just don't, what, what you when you mentioned Fakir Dudris before, I just like we're doing a fucking preview, and sometimes we just fucking say what we fancy. But it's good to just have a little go. Sure, it certainly is. We have at this point, however, still be adamant that. Classical dream. Well, I'm at this point we have we have mentioned twelve the front twelve. <laughs> uh, every horse shorter than fifty is currently fixed out apart from Felix De yeah, well, And that is not to get into the discussion about Felix De What mention, I want, what I want should from, have gone the county. Can I just <laughs> put this up before we move on? Because I was a bit against Elixirins. Do you think he needs to lead? Because I've been of the impression he's just worried out more talented horses in his last couple of races, like uh, Itchy Feet and um, Grand Sansi, and he's just out battled them, which is a great quality. I think it's the kind of exact quality that you need for a Supreme though, isn't it? You saw Champagne Fever do Champagne it a few years ago. Very well, but there's a few more front runners in there. And I would like say... Brandon Castle will want to go from the front, won't he? Um... Desi's a lunatic. <laughs> yeah, Desi, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Felix Desi def- definitely needs to go from the front. I think, if he, I think if he's handy, it'll be all right. I think the jo- his jumping's his asset. He'll probably jump his way to the front after with about three or four hurdles to go. Yeah, with the seven. Yeah, with the same. Yeah. So, <laughs> better, better the race, Martin Fagan. One bet. Classical dream. Classical dream, Barnes. Um, assuming it's good to soft Angel's Breath. If it's very soft, then I'd go for Vision Done Her each way. Okay, and Rob. Yeah, Elixir and Nuts. Elixir and Nuts. Very nice. Okay, we'll, we'll move on to the second race. I think in the four years, well, now in the three previous years we've done this, I don't think we've had a particularly. Open Arkle, or certainly an Arkle that has been no, particularly long. exciting, or with more than about six runners. It's always had a very strong favourite, hasn't it? So, this, odds on favourite. Yeah, typically. this is the most open I can ever remember it. You're looking at uh, Glenn Forser and Layla um, as your joint fans, about four to one. Hardlining at sixes, Duke de Genevra in at uh, 32 sevens, Kalashnikov um, heads the rest at double figures. Um, so Martin Fagan, Glenn Force have been been heavily backed and heavily tipped in the last couple of weeks to win the Arkle. Can you be having any of it at four to one? Yeah, I, I won't. I won't be backing it at four, but I, I can see why it's been heavily backed. Like um, it was a really impressive performance at Sandown, was it? It was. Yeah, Sandown, when it beat Kalashnikov. When it beat Kalashnikov, like he's just one of them. Like he's he's, he's been running in, in handicaps over what? It was three miles and two and a half and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they've kept dropping but him back and He just he just loves jumping. He's he's a great jumper. Like in this race, yeah, there's a lot. There's a few going to go out in front, and I can see him just being handy and and the way he jumps. Providing he's good enough, like I'm not not hundred percent sure he is. Providing he's good enough, you could see him bang there, like with a, with a, with a chance, just because he's jumping so good, he's gonna he's gonna gain length on on others in here who don't jump so well. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be my pick. To be honest, it's. Uh, you came to me first, and I wrote down here. Couldn't be a no re- no bet race for me. This it's just a, it's. I know messy races like this. People want to get involved, but I just it's so messy. I've been looking at it for fucking weeks, and I just can't get me head around it. Like I've backed. I've backed the Duke Geneva, and he post as um, he did a really 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 fast uh, speed figure. Last time out at Garden Park, I was fucking 
back in recent post and recent TV, uh, whatever it's fucking called, to get the fucking replay online for fucking a few days, and they, they, they didn't. Just so I could like actually see if what the time he did was was correct. He he did um he ran a quicker time than Monolly that day, exact same course and distance, the same uh, the same time Monolly ran in the Red Mills, he ran in this novice chase. And it was that was a mass that was a massive performance what he did on the clock. Fair enough, that was two and a half on slightly softer ground at a different course. But he's always looked like a horse with the potential to put up something like this and he's never really, really delivered. He came Second to Sam Cohen, the what was the Deloitte elected town last year, didn't he? In the trial, staying on really, really well. Um, I think he ran a decent enough race last year. Yeah, he ran in, well in, in the valley. Well. He travelled like a dream, and I know a few people say he's soft. I, I don't necessarily think he's soft. He's just um, he looked at me like he didn't really stay. That, I think that, it's taken him taken the horse a while to actually maybe, grow yeah, up maybe, and know his maybe job. He's grown up. He's stronger now because it, it was his third start. That was just yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. The start, he wasn't. He was. He ran a good race first time out. He came second to the the Bromedos, giving them all, giving them all the weight. Um, Aplutard, he runs yeah. in the last. The third behind Silius Emery was wasn't a great run. He looked to come there with his chance, and then and then I don't know what what was on that day. Even though Silius Emery would have had a great chance here, that was a poor run because I think impact factor was very very close to him. So. I, he kind of went off my radar after after that second run, and then last time out, boom, puts up a mad time figure in a Golden Park. So, so I, I backed him on the back of that, thinking it was a wide open article. But right now, at the prices, what is he six or seven to one? I, I couldn't be. He's about I, he's about ten now. Ten machine. machine. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't be. Um, I couldn't and be. It, it's because of Ruby not being on as well. I guess. Well, I just I doesn't think, have a right, does he? I don't. To be honest, I'm no. not really bothered about the whole Ruby thing. I know. I know Ruby's one of the best around at, at Cheltenham, like, but Townend got on with him. Well, with him last time, he was the one there who rode in the Garden Park. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a worry there. Um, the other one I have backed anti post like fucking months ago, and I'm just fucking. I'm happy, I'm happy he's fucking running is uh, Paloma Blue I backed him on the basis that he ran well in the Supreme last year and being trained by any of the Bromed he'd be a fucking unbelievable jumper of a fence which is the complete opposite of what he is he's a fucking awful jumper of a fence the, um, it'd be really good if you said the word fucking a bit more have I said the word? Uh, about 20 times well, I, 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 <laughs> so we, say, we, we aren't bleeping but it's just <laughs> just notice it so say bloody yeah it's, you say whatever you want pal. So so say, say savage me he's a sad no because that's good isn't it he's a bloody terrible um, jumper of the, the, the jockey booking though is um, <laughs> fucking brilliant the jockey booking is eye catching like Robbie Power uh, there's not many out there better than you can get a horse over, over, um, over, yeah. over, over, over fences catches like, my eye over fences and he's, 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 he's a good jockey <laughs> I couldn't really be confident about him but just, just mention him because I think um, he's got the form because you're on well. <laughs> but no but I think I'd like to hear what you've got to say see if you've got a fancy but I think as would uh, I so every, Rob fuck off cheers tell, tell, us, tell us about the article Fagan <laughs> <laughs> can't have 15 every minutes single, every race. single horse in here seems to have something some sort of negative to their chance and it's hard to pick one for me. I have Well, I think that's a very good description of the race as a whole. There's no No standout. There's nothing standout the whatsoever. Very interesting like, there, yeah. Glenn Forcer, Fav, fair enough. I feel like his he was probably flattered by his win at Sandown. I reckon it's probably more a slight on the ability of Kalashnikov rather than Glenn Forcer showing that he's a proper Grade one animal at this stage. Um certainly willing to be proved wrong by that because he jumps great and he seems to travel with 
really comfortably, but wouldn't be carrying my cash at, at four to one. Uh, Lilo is uh, second in. Uh, the win in October over course of distance was certainly very impressive. The time was good and it's full of running at the finish, but if the ground is as we think it's going to be soft, I think it's a massive negative for him. Wouldn't be surprised if he ran a big race, but I'm not sure he should be as close as he is to the top of the market. Uh, I suppose Hardline has been the talking, ho- talking horse for this race. Uh, he does look to set a decent standard. Uh, I think the step back to two mile uh, with cutting the ground will suit. Uh, beat us and them, who's a lot of people's each way play of the race. Uh, beat him very comfortably and also beat Getterbird in December. Obviously, Getterbird made a big error at the last, but I think it probably still would have been pretty close. Yeah, he was, he was flying at the end. And he was ridden to stay in the Flogass. <sighs> probably didn't see it out properly, but he really made a lot of eye catching headway. Uh, late on, strange race. Strange race, He looked fucked, didn't he? Yeah, well, he was he was tailed off. It was weird, and then he ran on. He was really ridden to then, try and stay the trip because I think they maybe wanted to that, send him elsewhere. If that's the only ever race you've watched of him, you think he's a three miler. Yeah, you just look at that uh, first, yeah, yeah. first watch, but then you go back and you look at his two mile form and like beating us, us and them. Yeah, I think it was a, him, he was he? given an extreme hold up ride at Leopardstown to try and. Maybe, see maybe, out the two and a half miles. Maybe they didn't go fast and, and the pace and the pace quickened or something. I don't know, but the, it was a strange run. Right? It was a strange run. And I think I think it does have a, a good chance in a, in a week here. So I think at six to one, eleven to two, looking at the market at the moment, he's probably for me the best horse in the race. And that's hard line. Hard line, yeah. Okay, Barnes. Um, well, the the point I'd like to make about this race, and I was extremely impressed with Glen Falls the last time as a lot of people were, but I'm, I'm going through it and you've got Condor Castle, who um, has looked very good, he was my bet for the Close Brothers, Peace. but um, yeah, I mean, it's a sporting decision and one that along the right lines of it, because of what I'm going to say now, I don't think it is the right decision, Condor Castle, Duke de Geneva, Duke de Geneva, the front. million to one to go to the front. But he looked at his best from the front last time, didn't Yeah, he? but he's a million to one, surely, surely they're not that stupid. Yeah, well, definitely, because of not Noose, who's an absolute exactly. head case. <laughs> and if he can beat him to the first fence... So, well, I'm him. just finding out now, that's not called Knock-Anus. <laughs> <laughs> Good knock- name for it. Knock-Anus. <laughs> <laughs> Knock-Anus is fine. You'll be, you'll be down after two, won't you? Knock-Anus. Anyway, knock Noose is going to go off at a... Yeah, I, I, I'd be worried about the yeah, rest of his career. We've got two yeah. lunatics in the first two races. Felix Desi is a bit of a fucking lunatic. Then we've got fucking Nock Anus. Well, <laughs> they tried to hold up uh, Felix Desi for a while, didn't they? But he, he seemed to really... Um, Let him loose. Settle well and uh, do well from the front. But not the noose is, yeah, crazy. Glenn Forza has done all his winning from the front. He won at Kempton at Christmas from the front. And obviously the three-horse race. Um, again, everyone's he impressed. Have, he doesn't have to do all those he can be he can be handy in races. He has, he has been before. That's fine. He'll have to be. But it's it's a very very tough ride to get right for Jonathan Burke, and obviously he, he hasn't got the most experience. He's not the sort of jockey I'd be wanting to back at three to one in a big race like this with such a a difficult timing ride. If, if he had, I mean, Davy Russell completely messed the arc up last year, didn't he? But. Uh, if he had a Davy Russell or someone like that, and I'd, I'd, I'd be... If he had a fellow who fucked it up last year, Sorry, I haven't finished the front runners yet. Or Newer is another one who's a, who only goes from the front. Um, 
So, although I haven't got a strong opinion on this race, I want to close it. And, uh, Here he is, you sound like a fucking yank. Brilliant. <laughs> but, who is that said closer? Is, Same bro. as Rob. Bayer. A back hard line. Uh, he, he's got the man from the job up, uh, Davy Russell. Here he is, got the man who fucked up last year. <laughs> <laughs> Redemption <laughs> time! <laughs> he doesn't need to be in the van, does he, this time? He's, he's going to sit back. No, I'm watching the football, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking, Barnes. Great. His run last time was quite disappointing, but if you look at his form with us and them, he, he, he's bang there with uh, Larish, baby. He would have been a really strong favourite for this, isn't he? Um, I think the race will really be run soon. I, I would say he probably falls somewhere between two miles and two and a half miles on uh, what he's shown so far. But you want you want that challenge? Don't yeah, you? It's, it's a poor it's not, it's not very often. It, it's not very often. Sometimes it is quite often that winners of this are last day, isn't it? So it, 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 yeah. can't, it can't happen. Yeah. What was that thing of Hobbs that absolute fucking bolt that won this? Captain Chris, was it? Captain Chris, yeah. yeah he never yeah. looked like a two mile and he, he was, was a King he was, George. Yeah, King George. Yeah. Yeah. Cheltenham's a, a test, isn't it? Two mile, two mile round Cheltenham is, is not I, like two mile anyway. I think looking at the jockeys, I mean, you've got Kieran Gettings, it, it would be a big day for him. You've got uh, Jonathan Burke, it would be a massive day for him. Rachel Blackmore hasn't rode uh, Cheltenham much and she needs to be at the front on her new And then, of course, not Nanus. You can't ride him any other way. I think it's going to be a brutal article. Okay. I think you need somebody who's going to stay. I haven't got a strong opinion, but six to one with a, a man who judges pays very well usually, Davy Russell. Um, and that is hard line. Hard line. I hard line for you as well, Rob. Yeah. And um, Fagan. No real bet for me. No I, I might have a little look and try and. I know what Barnes he says. That's what I try to do. Try and find something that's going to be. If it's something comes together, I'd really like polemically, but his jumping's going to be put under pressure what? by the pace. One that is going to be. Um, I'm pretty sure he'll be hunt, he'll be hunted off the back like uh, like Hardline will be. And if the if the if the rain does come because he wants it wants it soft like is um articulum. Articulum. It, yeah, um, I don't know what I don't know what price he is, but um, currently one of the rank outsiders at twenties, which I suppose doesn't make one a rank outsider. Yeah, I'm sure I read somewhere he he because he normally go does he does he go to the front normally. I remember what he did when he beat Campiador. Yeah. Claiming that. Well, I'm pretty sure I read somewhere he he'd be one to be hunted out the back. So I, I do agree with Barnsley what he said about the uh, the front run and stuff. It could it could be fucking messy, like. But um, yeah, I have no real view. I don't know what I'll okay. have. So um, how about the best? One, one thing I do want to mention, we forgot to we forgot to say it in the uh, Supreme is the fact that the Fav or was the Fav Al Dancer won't be wearing a hood. Okay. Um, in the, oh, yeah. in the, in the we spoke about that before the podcast started. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I forgot to say it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, he's wearing earplugs, though, isn't he? He's wearing earplugs. He's wearing earplugs. He's wearing earplugs. He's wearing However, I'll be surprised. Yeah, but if he's if he's if, if he's, if he's keen... I'm calling a moratorium on Supreme Chat. Uh, okay. And moving on to the Ultima, because at some point we do have to finish we this. We barely even touched on the lover who's like. Second in, I did like briefly that. mention. Ah, oh, fair enough. I'll have a little talk about it. Um, obviously, Layla was really, really impressive first time, first time off at Cheltenham. That is your fault, David Bond. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm taking Chris. Okay. Right, the Ultima. Um, he could be a close as well if the ground is good. I don't care. Okay. Uh, 
It's sick. We're taking a preview. Speak about it to your horses and you move on. We can't Someone's spend three, we can't spend an hour on each yeah, race. Just, just to confirm, as the listeners are aware, half an hour in, and we've, we've spoken about two races, we've got 15 minutes left to speak about five How races. Four. Um, right, so the ultimate. Let's spend a little less time on this one. Give me a copper. Is your current fav? Uh, you can get eleven to two, but six to one, eleven to two with five places at Paddy's, and obviously therefore Betfair. Uh, Manella Rocco and Mister Whitaker in at eight. Kustos Savola, last year's winner. Uh, with Lizzie aboard uh, is 11s, but 12s, and obviously double figures, the rest, a bit of um, single farm payment. Uh, so, the hand of all hands. Um, Barnes. Back in the field to be second to single farm payment, or to beat single farm payment, should I say. you've opened your No. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're no. laying single farm payment. It's, it's, no, better to be second. Right, I'm sorry, I'm with you. No, I'm only joking. Um, Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly through this. Single farm payment. Lovely. Give me a couple. Looks good and is a very worthy favourite, but um, I, I couldn't back him at that price. So the one I think looks value at the current prices is up for review. Um, Go on, Bandy! Up for review, that's... You can get 20 to 1, you can get 16s. Refresh that page. Um, yeah, I think that's going to show them very quickly. Well, um, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed in Ruby just refresh. Right, but uh, 146 looks very fair and that... that no, refresh the page, Bandy. Is it Ruby? Yeah, 365 to 20s. They no, someone's someone's having a sleep. Their monitors will be going mad for that twenty. There you know. Okay. Uh, up for review, Barnes. Any, up for uh, review for me. Lovely. Uh, Fagan, quick a quick one in the auto. I know you will have about twenty, but uh, no, don't two. I don't. It's it's a chase, mate. Chases are. Apologies. With the if if the rain keeps on with the rain, if the rain does come, Kustar um, is obviously as an as an obvious chance. Last year's winner, Lizzie. Right. Hey? Lizzie, come. Your girl. Only three pound there. Obviously, don't even have to talk about it, just, it's an obvious chance. Uh, yeah. But the other one I had in here was the same with Barney, uh, up for review. William Mullins doesn't have a great record in handicap cases at Cheltenham, uh, to the point where I think he hasn't even trained one. But if this, uh, if, I'm reading my notes word for word, he is running. Um, he, tra- he travelled well for a long day, and, <laughs> I'm just reading the notes again. He travelled really, really well in, in the Thais Um and that was off the back of like a 200 and 56 day layoff. Um, he'd been entitled to come on for this run. Um, but obviously that looked like that looked like a decent renewal. He did, and he went wide that day in the Thaisties as well. I don't know whether that was because he wanted better ground or what, but um, after his old roads come out after it and ran a decent race behind um, Raph Vinden, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, the winner that day in Vintage Only is an outside chance for the Gold Cup. I just think up for review, he's been to Cheltenham a couple of times, maybe just once, he was pulled up in the Albert and maybe he went for the bumper as well, I don't know. Um, but he hasn't really ran that well, but I think with these types, like the proper out-and-out chases, it doesn't really it doesn't really matter. I think off his mark, he's got a similar profile, to be honest, to the Fav. Uh, give me a copper. He's been off for, he's been off for a while, he's travelled really well in, a, in, a, in what looked like a decent race, but one's 6-1 Fav and one's 16-20, so... Because he hasn't been tipped. I don't know where the bands. Like, I don't know where the bands. Barely been mentioned. I don't know where the bands. He heard what I said because he was having a shite or a piss or whatever. But uh, I said <laughs> quick shite. Will, 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 will he quick? Pop, pop it out. Cooper does the same. Uh, William Mullins 
That's his horse, he, not Brian. He's, he's, he's William, William Mullins doesn't dog. have any... His dog, not his horse, yeah, his dog. <laughs> is it my horse? Give yes, me, my horse, give me a coupon. Uh, yeah, I was just mentioning William Mullins doesn't have a great record on handicap chase, he's never won one. But no, he hasn't. Been. It was something that Patrick mentioned on, if you watch one of the previews, Patrick Mullins on it, and he said, oh, we'll, co- we'll correct we'll correct that soon, or something something along them lines. And I thought maybe maybe it's because he thinks they've got a good one. Um, so maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe they... Maybe they plotted this up. It's not a race I'd be bullish about. Well, he's not no, going not, up 16. Not at all. When I There's no way he's going up 16. Uh, I'll refresh the page, by the way. I'll review. That 20th has gone. Ah, There's it's only gone. one firm left 16. Yes. Uh, Rob, the Ultima. Uh, I did have a quick look at it again today, and I do feel again up for review was interesting based on that. Fucking hell. Uh, also, uh, I feel like. Mr. Whitaker might be slightly forgotten in this race. Uh, for me, looking at his last two runs, uh, he looks to be crying out for a step up in trip now. Uh, when he won the Close Brothers, obviously, unfortunately for some of us here, he needed every yard of that trip to actually win the race. Will you not talk about rather be? <laughs> I didn't mention the name of the horse. <laughs> Rather not big. Uh, and I think he's actually, he has, if you look at some of his runs, he's run with credit before being outpaced and out, kind of out, yeah, outpaced, I would say over two and a half. I'd say over three miles. Obviously, he's very unexposed, having never run over that trip. Yeah, that's pretty I, I think they've booked the same jockey that won on him in last year. And I think he can be given, given a similar style of ride and is an interesting one. Another one that I did think had a chance was Coostar Civil as well, especially with the potential rain-softened ground. Okay. Bullish on Mr. Whitaker or just a bit of a... I think he's interesting. I don't have a very strong opinion on the race. Have we got any stats on Nick Williams in handicap? We don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do. (laughs) (laughs) One one thing I will say, Barnsley had a golden before, single farm payments, and I... Call them single farm laymen, so I probably had the goal as well. But um, if the ground again, if the ground isn't too bad, um, he's he's handicapped to at least run into a place. Like I won't be backing him win because he's I don't know what's wrong with him. He's an absolute fucking hard. Yeah, he hates but, hates it once again. But it wouldn't be surprised. It would be a surprise to see fucking Feely cruise into the race and get you in the he's run well this season as yeah, well. Yeah, to be fair, Feely gave him a great ride last night. He probably went a little little bit too soon, but. Um, if, if he drifts on the machine because of the fact that he never wins and he drifts accordingly in the place market, I might I might, I might have a go. Yeah, he might get a photo on a place. Single farm, pla- single farm placement. I might say. <laughs> <laughs> that, might, that might be for me. There are some there are some great names down the list. <laughs> You've got <laughs> your old favourite as well in there, Churchill. Uh, 007, a bit of 007 action there. Uh, <laughs> oh, Licensed to, to climb the Cheltenham Hill. Uh, we're we're going to say that every year until, until that retires. Uh, but yeah. When he's in the Fox Hunters. <laughs> <in the back. laughs> um, uh, yeah, very very nice. Very nice. So uh, up for review, sort of the strongest pick. pick the first time. Pick there. It's mm-hmm. very interesting, isn't it? Double Licence to claim, yeah. <laughs> first time blinkers for the judges. Now we move on to the feature race of the day. It is the champion hurdle, a race that for the last two years has been won by Bouverdere. This year, Bouverdere enters 
as, in most places, the joint favourite alongside one of the stars of the season in Apple's Jade, uh, both 9-4. to four. Lorena is your 4-1, to one, uh, third in the market. Double figures the rest of the field, Melon 14, Charger 12s, Verdana Blue, uh, who, as I mentioned at the start, victorious over Bouvardere at Christmas. Um, Fagan, first shot. Oh, me. Well, Rob. No, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take. Fagan, first shot. Uh, straight match bet, as it is on Unibet, evens each. Uh, just I saw that yesterday. Apples Jade versus Bouvardere. Who comes out on top? Absolute certainty, Bouvardere. Wow. Certainty. Not, not to win. It's just certainty in that match bet for me, personally. Um, I can't have Apples Jade at the price. I know she's beaten things fucking 20 lengths every start this season she looks a different horse she pissed up a Leopardstown over three miles she pissed up a Leopardstown last time over two miles in a ridiculous time figure but it all boils down to me it's open for me she's been there three times she's won once the year she won she beat she beat uh, Vrim Vrim Magan Limony who both had ridiculously bad vibes going into the maze and she scrambled home against them she's never shown what she's shown at, say, Leopardstown, where she's unbeaten at Cheltenham. If she does that, if she runs to the form that she ran at Leopardstown last time, she probably fucking hacks up. But for me, she's going to want to race handy. There's going to be a couple more. Don't know which one. I'm surprised fucking... I'm surprised JP didn't put... Um, what's he called? The pig that's going to win a handicap. Charlie Parks. Charlie Parks. <laughs> Charlie Parks. Mm-hmm. going to win a handicap at some point, isn't it? Cliff Horse. Um, I'm afraid they didn't put him in there and Espar Dallin's got a chance so I'm not sure they're going to just do, I don't gonna, think they'll be using him as a going to use him be very surprised the way I see this I'm not I'll probably end up back and be over there because I do see them going a great gallop in this and I'm not convinced Apple Jay can do what she's done other places at Cheltenham and I can just see Barry but if you just said to Barry Deity what do you want in what do you want the pace to be like in this race he'd say I want them to go fucking mad and that's what they're going to do he'll be sitting there stalking and I can see people there having that, ch- having that chance and at the price is now 5-2 to two. yeah I think yeah I think he's value but one that if you'd ask me good job we didn't do this podcast a week ago because I'd have said he had no chance or might have but now I'm really really sweet on him is not it, brain pepper. No. Fuckers! Fuckers! Fuck off, man. I'll never ever be sweet on him. I, I thought they put Boo with Ed in this to, as a pacemaker for brain pepper. <laughs> 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 Bond's really enjoying his own joke there. He is ruining my fucking head. So. <laughs> no, yeah, the one, the one I'm, I'm coming around to now is uh, is Melon. Wow, really? I know, I know everyone will say, like, He's been terrible since his second in the championship last year. It was soft ground. I mean, everyone will say Mick's Mick, correct. Mick, Mick Jazz, all this. It doesn't matter. Just Why? Go, just go back and look at his Cheltenham form. He loves Cheltenham. He not- always runs a good race. He was second. He was second in the um, second in the Supreme behind the the Great Pig, the Bay, the Lunatic. <laughs> uh, he ran third, I think, in Trials Day in the in the Bureau, but. He didn't get the best of rides that day. It wasn't a champion yeah. championship race, like pace wise. And then he, so he's ran second in the Supreme, second in the, in the in the champion last year. The strange thing is, he's got a pieces first time. No, as yeah. Willie Willie Mullen said, there's something they're going to try a few things with him. He said after last time, after he was shocking. Um, one thing I will say is, if you back 
I'm going to back Melon on the day. I don't know what price he's going to be, 14, 16, or whatever. Probably, you'll know, you your, back 20 you'll know your fate mm. five minutes before the off. Because last year, he was about, what did he 16 chance? Yeah. Something like that. And he went off seven. Yeah. He got smashed up and he ran. Through, through the, best, the best race of his life. I think, I've seen somewhere on Twitter or the preview night, I think he's owned by like, old school Irish yeah, bookmakers or something like that. Yeah. So obviously they don't give a shit about winning fucking this race. Like they want, they want, um, they want Cheltenham winners. Yeah. They had a horse with Willie that they've just sold. Now it's running today. It might have just came last day. Uh, whatever it's running, fucking nice, whatever. They sold one definitely to me to the Supreme Racing Club, and the reason why they sold that is because they only want to get into horse racing to have Cheltenham horses, to have good horses, to have winners. So I wouldn't be surprised if Mellon turns up and runs his best race. If you look at this race and you say. And you price it up on Cheltenham form. He should be sure to. He should be sure to damn it. What? Definitely to me came second. He came second. He definitely 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 to me was not going to win definitely the the winner of that race uh, was Espanito Bello at 20 to 1 fair enough Alan Fleming in form how far did they get beat by Uh, one length one length yes that's a a big form Frank for uh, Dallas to pick on and City Island well we'll we'll get we'll get to Dallas we're going to get to Dallas picked on in four hours time can't have can't have Apple J personally just don't like a Cheltenham form over there it looks a solid bet at the prices Mellon it wouldn't surprise me if he if he ran well again, so we'll be in each way shout. The one I haven't mentioned at all is Lavina. And she's been it she's been on me on my list the last couple of weeks, months or whatever. I'm, I I kinda I kinda feel like I want I wanna love her. I, I wanna make a case for her because I just wanna be on her. Okay. But I can't make one. Like what she's done on the times, she hasn't done anything compared to these two. She hasn't beat anything. Uh, Paul Keeley keeps spouting something, spouting stuff at, at preview night, and it's true. Like every horse she's beat, would be a thousand for this champion hurdle. So how can how can you back her at the price? She might drift on the day to five, six. So what, what is she now? Barnes Barnes has become the best fair man. Well, I'm, I'm on Betfair. You've got five point two. Five point two. That, that, that wouldn't interest me. Like I've, I've wrote on me on my notes. I'd love to see her win because I'd love. I would. I, I do really like the horse, but at the prices, I just I just can't make a case for it. It'd be it'd be. Over there, win and Melon each way for me. Can I ask a question? Very uh, with a brief answer, hopefully. Are you putting too much stock in Cheltenham form? In, in especially in the Boudreaux versus Apples in top of the market, you're saying, look at the Cheltenham form, look at the Cheltenham form, and obviously that's important. But surely the massive argument against that is Apples form this year has been ridiculous it, to the point where does that not supersede the Cheltenham form? Uh, no, not for me, no. Okay. At the end of the day, if you go back and look at her form last year, she ran a similar time. Obviously, she is better this year. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. She ran a similar time last year in the three-mile... Re- no, uh, sorry, the Fairy House. Was it the Hans case? Yeah. Uh, she won as well that day in Hans case as she did this year. Slightly. She pissed up this year a bit, a bit better. But um, I just think she's... I, just, I don't think she's at her best okay. at Cheltenham. And Boover there doesn't get the credit he, he deserves. And... It's all about price. If, if Apple's Jade was fives, she looks like an, an each way an each way backer. But she's she's five now, and I just I just think there's no juice in that. There's okay. a little bit of juice in me over there, and there's possibly some in Melon as well. Uh, Rob, when it comes to the front two in the market, do you agree with Martin that Apple's Jade is the horse to oppose and Bouvier is the horse to be with, or are you the other? I can one? see where he's coming from, definitely. But I don't know. Elliot and the 
the whole Jigginstown operation seemed to think Apple's Jade is a completely different horse this season compared to what she was last season. They've got over the issue with her being in season in the spring. So it's possible she can improve enough to, to beat Bouvedere at Cheltenham because Bouvedere, I suppose, has not looked like the horse of old. Like obviously, is the way he travelled through that fighting fifth was spectacular. The one, but he, the way Verdana Blue beat him at at Kempton, Nico de Boinville looked like the saddest man at the track when Verdana Blue yeah, he, 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 he won hands and heels on that. I just don't think Kempton's. And it was probably the ride no, of the season he'd just given her as well. Yeah, wasn't it? exactly. It was the ride exactly. of the season. Well, and so to the layman, explain why he was so sad because. Same, he didn't want same, to same train, same train. Same right. train. He didn't want to beat Probably didn't want to beat the good thing. The, the star, the yeah. stable star. Yeah. And Verdana Blue did it nicely. Like obviously, <clears throat> yeah, the track may not suit Bouvardet, but he's won that race comfortably the last two previous two seasons. He's yeah. probably he, he beat he beat the new one about fucking yeah. three lengths. An absolute fucking hound. Yeah, but he's he's still won it comfortably, hasn't he? Verdana Blue do you think do you think Verdana Blue would beat the new one? I I kept him. Yeah. A million a fucking course you would? Kempton is like the ideal on, on ratings. Kempton is no. like the ideal track for Verdana Blues. Exactly she, what she yeah, wants. Yeah, she ran really well there on the flat the other day, didn't she? That's a different thing, the flat to the jumps. Yeah, but the horse that beat her gumball is a jumps horse as well. I don't give a shit about the flat. At the end of the day, Kempton. Kempton, Verdana Blue, that's a perfect track. Name name me a track. Ground. Better. Yeah, obviously Blue, obviously it suited her, but on ratings she shouldn't be beating Bouvardet, should she? But that doesn't, that, well... Uh, Can I ask a question look, look, look about Bouvardet? In terms Rob, of horses that I'm actually Rob, interested in... Rob, look at it this way then. If if he didn't get beat that day, let's say Verdana Blue finishes half a length behind him. Yeah. What price you now? Well, yeah. Five it, to four. I'm not saying it's going to be the right price. Five to four. And for me... It'll be shorter, it'll be six Nothing that happens at Kempton matters at Jelton. Can I ask you a question? Obviously it doesn't. So, Barnes. five... <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a question. Bouvardet last year won the champion <laughs> won the champion hurdle by a neck. Yeah. Uh, to Mellon. Scramble. Had Mellon got up, would Bouvardet this and everything be, else I, has gone the same I after that? Say, I wouldn't be here now. Okay. <laughs> well, yes. Had had Mellon got up and everything else has gone the same way after after that, is is Bouvardet the joint favourite for this race? Or is the fact that Bouvardet won that race last year in a very, very tight finish, m- shortening that price not almost artificially? I I, th- I think it's generally accepted he wasn't at his best last year. Right, okay. The, so the that's been taken into account deep, already. Yeah. And okay. the thing that is against him is the one that these two are arguing about in the Verdana Blue. But after he beat Sam Crow, everyone was, everyone was ready to say he was the He's, gone, he's gone from the best horse we've ever seen yeah, to yeah. Oh, shake off you by the The Christmas hurdle is never going to suit him, is it? It's not what he wants. He's what? at the end of the day, he's, he's, a, he's a. Well, I, I think he's got I think he's got everything. He's a perfect champion hurdle horse for me. Like, you look at his two runs, his two runs, his, uh, well, his three runs. If we take last year out, two runs at Cheltenham in, over this distance. The Supreme Run. Absolute belter, one of the best supremes we're ever going to get. Okay, Sprinter Sacher, one people are going to go back. Um, he should have been a lot closer. He should have been second. He should have beaten him. And then his, his champion hurdle form, the the first year he won it, is is brilliant form. Like he's he's beat he's beat my ten to yours, the same distance that Annie Power beat these people. Like it's it's great. He, but it's the case really is good. he's still the best horse in the race, but he's just regressed because he's has a- he regressed though? Why why do you think he's regressed? He's an eight year old. 
Yeah, but he's, he's had that, a lot of runs. He's very exposed. I think we saw him more than Newcastle. Why is he regressed though? What? what, what? Well, his, his, his best run of his life was in Newcastle. Is that true? That was his best run. Of his, that was better than that was better than the Champions title two years ago. Oh, yeah, what was it? Yeah. I don't think it is for me personally, but who has he regressed? Because he got beat by Van Blue. You're looking at it like that. Was that well, you look that? at you look at what Samco's actually done over two miles over hurdles. It's fuck all as well, isn't it? Well, really, you're looking at it like that. I'm looking at it like if he doesn't get beat that day by Van Blue, I'm not talking. I'm not talking him up because he's not five to two. He's a five to four chance. Uh, unbeaten he's been unbeaten however long everyone everyone was raving about him after Newcastle they'd be raving about him again when he when he wins at Kempton oh he won it snug he was never going to get beat then he comes out in the, in the contenders hurdle 3 from 3 this year he'd be fucking he'd be 6 to 4 5 now Apple Street, he'd be like 7 to 2 out of interest what price do you think Bibble should be currently would you uh, would you back it at 6 to 4 no I wouldn't back him at 6 to 4 okay. no. so I mean, we're not miles I'm not, away mate, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm Hundred percent. I'm not. Sure. I'm not hundred percent going to back him. No, I, I, I understand. But I, you, it's a lively discussion. I'm trying to gauge where I think we are. Probably be about. I think you think he should be fat. Definitely. He probably should be thirteen to eight. Okay. Seven to four. I, I'd interject about Bieber there. In last year's champion, he was bang there, right in the van, where he doesn't really want to be. He he wants to be the pace collapsed. Yeah, massively. He was in front far Ooh. too soon. And what he could get this <laughs> year with Apple's Jay making the run and, and a global citizen hassling it. Because they both need to make the run in. They need to make it at well, fast pace. He said he wasn't going to go go to the front with a goal assist. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you thinking there was going to be 20 front runners in there? You are. Right? <laughs> so if an Apple's Jade drops anchor, he'll just drop in. Only on Global Citizen. Like. But um, what, I, what I think he'll do if he gets a fast pace is he won't miss hurdles out like he did in the champion last year. And like he definitely did at Kempton as well. You'll see him jumping yeah, at his best. Actually, that's a good point about Kempton. I forgot, I forgot to mention that. He smashed into He smashed into one of them. I think it was like the third or fourth last year. It was, yeah, yeah just yeah, as they yeah, were about yeah. to turn for home. But then he still, had, he still had the ability to, to get there. Like, honestly, when I watched that, this, I can't believe I'm saying all this now because when we watched that and then when me and Barnsley watched him in this contenders here, we both said, he's fucking beatable, isn't he? He's not, <laughs> he's not as good as you think. But then it's just all about price, isn't it? Like, the yeah. price he is now, I'm like, it's probably the best. He's five to two already, and if you can get a three to one on the morning, three to one on the day is the absolute biggest chance each way. This might be his best life. ever performance because oh, you've got a guaranteed pace in the race. Apple's Jade has won by what eighty lengths at all the races this season, but that's because she's a front runner. Okay. He never has the yeah. chance to win far. She set her own fractions and yeah. kicked off the pace. Last okay. time, people are going crazy about this race. Mellon drifted from fours to what twelve. Yeah. After they yeah. jumped to Hurdle, he was like 16. Uh, he was never going to win. And Super Sunday's a horse who's got one run. He's, he's just a really solid stay. He's a galloper, really, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's, a, he's not really a proper two-miler. So he's not going to make up ground in the same way. She okay. had the race perfect to suit her there. So, is overall, at current prices, where's your money going? Balance. Without a show, without be with her. Okay. Rob, I know we had a discussion. You didn't get outside the top yeah, two, yeah. but have you have you got have you got anything outside? Of, is, if it's the front two, I'm, my main question is why is Espardal in four times the price of Lorena when they've done exactly they've done exactly the same thing this season? And I think say the same thing, just change Espardal into every single horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, a mad price. The thing is, Espar Allen will be happy on the ground if it's soft or. Even softer than when that. you've got connections like that, I was that excited. You've got to take notice, haven't you? I mean, I couldn't back her at the price. 
She but just you've got a ridiculous price. Yeah, of course. Between, they know, they know yeah. how to win a race like yeah, this, for exactly, sure. Yeah. A, I mean, they know a good horse when they, when they have one. Yeah. And she's never had to come off the bridle, which is a massive, massive negative for me. Could Part of me thinks it means that they think Mellon isn't the same horse that he was coming, um, coming into this race this time. Exactly. Is it not rare to have... Uh, whilst calling Espar Dolan, who you can get at 22s on the machine, yeah. thing is, uh, is, a massive contender, but is it not rare for the same owner to have two horses going for it in the same race? Especially when one of those is the joint favourite. No, the champion hurdle. No? Not at all. So there's no way Espar Dolan's going there. Where else is he going to go, Espar Dolan? Well, no, I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm just... I'm, He's rated 162. I'm just ra- I'm just raising I'm raising the question. That's that's fine. So Yeah, I don't no. think so. Okay. No, no. So... But, He's five-year-old, and five-year-olds don't generally win poor champion hurdles. This is three rock-solid contenders, and then a lot of fringe good contenders. Yeah. Okay. Charges obviously looks like he's reached his potential as well. Ground, Charger I guess, will be a negative. Ground, yeah, ground definitely will definitely be a negative. He's looked very good this season. When the ground is good. When the ground is good. Okay. Yeah, Espard Rallon, half interesting, based, based on a very loose form line around Stormy Island. Like, it's not... If the ground's good and they're going to go a rattling pace, Silver Streak could run into a third or fourth. Well, Silver Streak is the outside of the, of the field at 50s. How do you do it, boys? I went for a slash of the babies in. Yeah. And you spoke about all the extra doors that we need to <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, so, overall, bet the race for you, Fagan, as we've agreed, is Bouvardier. Yes? Yeah. I'd even go as far as to say Bouvardier. Uh, and Mellon reverse forecast wouldn't be the worst bet either. Okay, but just, just like last season, bet the champion hurdle. Ah, I think they both ran well, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely Bouvardier. Prices, yeah. Rob, mm. I would say among the th- the top three in the market, Bouvardier looks the best price. Yeah, uh, I'm still really to decide on whether to have a proper bet in the race. Maybe I'll back Espoir Dallin each way, Espoir possibly. Spans, perhaps before you run away, I just wanted to ask you, what's your views on Mellon? Because I've always been. Um, you've, you've always been a big Mellon fan. You loved him in the Supreme. You backed him last last year. Didn't you put him up as a bet last year? In the Supreme. And every time you said it, I was like, Mellon. And then you made the case for him. And I was like, fair play. And I feel like I've come round to your thinking. And I've mentioned them there. And you really haven't haven't said anything about them. So I don't know what, whether you've gone off them or what. The season has been so disappointing. Like, but did he not run like shit last year? Yeah, he put a good he did. Win he did. Them. He put a good win to them, which he hasn't been to this year. But I fucked up everywhere. Else. I'd rather back him at eight to one if he was back than back him at sixteen to one and see him be forty on the day. You know what I mean? I, I'd just but rather I, see what the market. Can, is. Why, not, why not just why not just back? Why not just back the price he is? He's going to be a big price in the morning, sixteen or whatever. Yeah. And what's he going to go off? You're going, to, you're going to be able to. You're going to be able to at least trade out. Why? Why back? Why back after? After the move. Um, back, just back, early, back early and trade out if he, if, 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 he, if he looks like shit if he looks like he's going to drift or whatever um, no, yeah he's lost, he's lost me mate to be honest he, he has mate Mullins is a genius he can get he he yeah. these horses back he's lost me but um, the, the pieces are interesting but I mean even coming in last year there was sort of little bits of things that could give you confidence, but there doesn't seem to be a choice between him and Marina, does his run, run first time up this year behind Charlie, I wasn't that bad a run for a horse come first, first run of the season against, against fifth horses. He ran like he was going to improve and possibly would have a chance Maybe. next time, and but then ran like it, it was a very disappointing run for a horse that had been second to um, 
Leave it there in the gym. Yeah, but I don't. I just don't believe he's not. I don't believe he's as good anywhere else. As, as and the point we last made, year, last okay, we we need to move on. Fuck you, <laughs> you say fuck me. It's an hour. We've been recording. The two of them fell at Punchestown. Very hard falls, and neither of them have run a race since. Have they, Shajar and Sandro and uh, Melon? Well, Sandro is there's something wrong with him. Like you can't really have a look for that. The Bears hurdle. Yeah. Uh, this year, you've got an odds on Fav in Benny Dedju. She's odds on. Odds on 10 to yeah. 11. 10 to 11, mm. painted on. 10 to 11. Uh, and then you're looking at Stormy Island at 8, Limony. Okay, Limony, 2nd, 5th, 13th, 2, Roxana, 9s. Lady Buttons, who I didn't think was going. Well, they decided the other day, didn't they? Like, she was potentially going to go for the champion chase, but, but this is an easier race to win, supposedly. But Benny did you, I suppose, like, the, the yard, Willie Mullins, Ruby Walsh, they have experience of winning it. With a horse who hasn't run for a year, with Quavega year in year out, like yeah. she's got best form in the book. I don't see why she can't win. I would say, for me, at odds on, potentially worth finding something else in the market. And where would your money go? If- well, depending on how good Lorena is, I think slow motion would be half interesting at a massive price. And you can get a massive. Uh, she actually showed a bit of spark on her last one behind Lorena in the. Uh, I can't remember what the name of the race is, but I thought she was pretty good. And then Church, you and I were at Haydock the day Jester Jet won. We were. And I think she's been supplemented for the race. And yeah, I think she again would have a, a half decent each way squeak. An each way shout. So it was Jetta Jet, who's 20. Yeah. Uh, Jetta Jet in slow motion. Slow motion. Two of the more talented mares in the race. Slow motion ones it fast. If, if, if it came up fast, you'd be um, intriguing, I guess. Okay. Uh, Barnes, are you with or against Benny Denju? Uh, <laughs> at the price, I'd have to be against it. Uh, I haven't got a strong view in this race at all. But um, you've got three mares. Limony, who was a very, very um, got more mares than three, mate. A yeah. horse, a horse that was on the verge of being supplemented for the champion. Yeah, yeah. It's been very disappointing, but campaigned very strangely. You'd say um, it's very interesting to me that Taran doesn't take the ride on her. Stormy Island is interesting as well, and uh, the third one was Roxana, who ran Santini very close at Aintree last year. Benny Dizier. What did she really beat last year? I mean, Apple's Jade wasn't at the races, and you had um, was it Midnight Gold in second? Yeah, I think Davy Road Not wasn't it for uh, for Alan King, wasn't it? It was Alan King, yeah. So immediately you're kind of quite concerned well, about the form. I know what that horse is called, and you just called it Midnight Gold, and me, me man's gone fucking blind. Um, <laughs> right, I'll find now out the party's anyway. searching on recent post. I'll have my go. Yeah, yes, please do. Basically. Um, Benny the Jew, yeah. I can see why Benny the Jew is apparently called a certainty on preview nights and stuff like that. She's got a great chance, but um, as Boundary says, the form of that race last year, how close? How close was she? Now you've checked? Half a length. Half a length to midnight. And tra- traded probably. And, and the, way, the way the race was run on the ground, everyone went perfect for her last year. Perfect. Yet. She fell in. She won half an If all next time out of Punchestown, she 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 was really really impressive there. If she comes back in that sort of form, then yeah, she wins. 
But for me, like she's just she's just not as far clear of the of some of these in here as the market suggests. It's not a Quavega situation. No, no, it? no. People are people are looking at it like that. William Mullins in the Mayor's Edel five banker. She might win, yeah, but I don't think she should be odds on. No, no win, yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan. At the prices now, what, have you got the prices there, Chad? I have got the prices. What prices yet. is Limini? Limini currently, you can get well fixed odds. You can get uh, nine to one at Hills. I can't be right. But 13, I, 13 to two across the board. Yeah, so yeah well, that, that looks that looks like a fair bet to me because ten machine, win ten, only. Machi- ten machine win only. Um, that looks like a fair bet to me because obviously she's got form in the book, like from from uh, previous previous uh, run-ins of this. And as Barnsley said, she's been campaigned in a weird way this year. Like they wanted to run on the flat, so they ran her first time up by Galway, was it? She got chinned by Yordel. Yeah, she ran twice. She ran first first time off this season. She ran at Galway. Then she ran a couple of days later, three, four, five days later. And did she win that day, or was she ran poor or something like that? Then then she went then she went to Leopardstown for a big a big mile and a half handicap hurdle, where she went wide all the way around, all the way around, and ended up winning that. Then she ended up in races like the Cesare Witch and things like. She had a really a really tough. Yeah, a flat campaign like five, six runs or whatever it was, really tough. Then she came and ran well below her best when she came third behind Apple's Jade in the Atten's Grace. Bombed out at um, bombed out at Leopardstown, I think maybe it was again in a mares race behind this um, something something else up there, but really poor. She went off my radar then. Thought she's she, she's one of them who could potentially be gone at the game, and then. Um, I think it was good time Tara who won that who won that race. Right. Thanks, Bart. Um yeah, and then last time out, I couldn't couldn't have backed her with stolen money when she was running against the um, presenting Percy in the Galmoy, but she ran a really, really good race. Mm-hmm. Like held up, out the back, um, lovely patient ride, and she ran really, really well. I know she was getting all the weight, but she's around She was strong like that as well, wasn't she? Yeah. Mar- very strong in the market that I don't know, you're the market man, aren't you? Sat there with yeah. Beth, <laughs> sat there with Beth <laughs> open. Uh, but yeah. Just at the prices, I think I think Limini looks the best. I wouldn't be surprised if she absolutely bombs bombed out because she's got that in her. But a big pos- a big positive for her would be the break. She's been off for forty seven days. If you go back and you look this season, she hasn't really had a break between her runs. She ran on the flat, bang 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 bang, ran over hurdles, ran over hurdles, ran over hurdles. This forty seven day break will have done a good. Um, I agree with Barnsley, it, it is a slight negative the town and doesn't ride her, but it might be something to do with the ownership, we we, we don't know, like he, he's riding just as an either in the Arthur, he's riding this in here, David Mullins is riding, that's fair enough, she's not going to be up the front, he doesn't need to judge any pace, she's going to she's gonna be there for me. Um, the only other one I'll mention is, Rob's already mentioned that, but I'd like to say, uh, Jeff the Jet, if you look at her form, You'd almost, uh, if she hadn't run last time, you'd have almost said she's nearly as bad as single fan Layman. <laughs> she had fucking 26 twos next to her name, next to her name. Yeah. but she's finally got that one on there. And she's, she's just, she's just, um, she's a very, very, very solid mate. She's run a few decent times, times that are good enough to, to at least get placed in this before. And um, as Rob said, they wouldn't supplement her unless she was, unless she was obviously flying at home. And she's just the type for me that. Um, they could run, run a really good race. I'll probably back, I'll back Limini each way and I'll back Jeff the Jets each way and probably 
depending on price, obviously, um, each way without the Fav, because... Yes. So, I think the story of this race is we're opposing the odds on Fav. Yeah, the, I think it's just a natural track. inclination for yeah. all of us more than actually not yeah. thinking she can win. You finished? I, I used to love smashing Guavega, that was really fun. But, but for this, me, she was an equine class. Apart from the last year. But this is not the same situation. Exactly, it? yeah. I think it's a totally yeah. different situation. She's not a clear stone clear and. Um, clear stone clear? Okay. Thing is, if, if Benny Dadu wins it this year, she might become a Guavega kind oh, of situation. Mate, mate. You've got, just got to let her win she's this got time. All and then, the potential in the world. And then back her at evens every year. At the end of the day, like we always say, it's all about price. Yeah. If she was if she was a six to four chance, thirteen to eight, I'd probably go. Yeah, maybe she's a little bit. Tempted. The thing is, leading it, just oh, trying exactly. to think about Quivega back in the day, like leading into the festival, she would always be probably like four to six in the morning, yeah, yeah. and then she'd drift out. Exactly. You back her at even money, the diff- and then the she shits it. Quivega was she'd run, yeah, she'd win, piss up in her early days, but then she'd go to she'd, she'd go win to the World the, Series, she'd hurdle, the car, and she'd yeah. prove that she's three mile grade one class. She could have yeah. won two mile races. She could have won some champion hurdles. She That's would have beat big box, I still remember. It's not, it's not confirmed that Benny is as good as this. No, people, yes. are, people are maybe slightly overreacting. I'm not saying she, she's not a machine. She might be. She looked really, really good at punchy time, but odds are not for me. Yeah, uh, last, just, last word. Let me just mention one more because I know we haven't done it. I thought Barnsley was going to mention it. Yeah. But um, I thought he was going to like Roxanne in this. I know that. I know that. Get a brief mention. Oh, did I? Yeah. Sorry, I meant to. This is oh, my you, did, you, did, you did mention Was I having a slash? Possibly. Roxanne, no. Roxanne has I, been talking I, did, I didn't go. Ah, sorry, yeah. All I was going to say was, um, I know Barnsley is, com- I'm sorry to spoil the uh, the next day's podcast, but uh, I know Barnsley's completely... No one will be listening to it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely in love with Santini. So I thought um, the run, second was she in? His, yeah, she in ran his, a belt. In the Sefton last year, yeah. I thought like that was a decent run and she wouldn't be without a chance. But, um, and the whole season's revolved around this. It seemed that way, yeah. It's it was, strange. It went to um, the contenders just for a little. Uh, oh, she wasn't. She wasn't off that day at all. And she's she? not a two miler, is she? Like, no, no, it's all. She was. She was um, second to Santini over three. So yeah. hopefully. But the one thing I would say is she probably can't. Oh, no. You know why? Grade one for grade uh, one for Skelton. <laughs> Good luck, mate. <laughs> so, if you back grade, if you back down Skelton, grade one, you are fucking penniless. You like you like lemony. Eight to one, nine to one, Roxana won't get your money back unless you're triple and double. Fagan likes lemony. Rob, slow motion and Justin Chet. Yes, it's all like Bonte. Slow slow motion if. The ground is good. Yeah. Jester Jet on any ground. I, I think, think she's. I think she's got a good chance. Fagan, you agree with Jester Jet and uh, Barnes? You like Roxana. Roxana each way would be my favourite. Lovely. Uh, okay, we've got to close out the day. Yeah. We've got two more. Two more. Yeah. Oh, but we're going to go through them quickly. We've got <laughs> the normal race of the day. Used to be the large race of the day. The Close Brothers Norwich Handicap Chase, and of course the Four Mile National Hunt Steeplechase. My favourite race of the festival. Fagan uh, quickly the Norwich Handicap Chase. The Close Brothers. Um, where's Where's your money going? We've got. Riders on the storm is your six to one fav. Aplutar eight to one. Tower Bridge nines. Move with the times has been quite popular. Uh, that's blue across the board at eight now. Highway one hundred one twelves. Um, mate, I'm not even sure I'm gonna have a bet in this race. I probably it's Sheldon. I probably will. Even more bored them down. I'll be I'll be chasing. I'll be having a bet. Um. There's just so many in this. Obviously, there's always loads of plots, but even not, not even just the plots. There's loads of horses with chances in this. Like, 
Highway 101, if you look at its form from last time with Kildasar, Kildasar is a single-figure price for the JLT. Lots of people saying that's got a chance. I, I agree it has a chance. Red Indian is another one I like. He ran a really good race in the Cordo Star at Kempton. He looked like he didn't he didn't stay. Um, he'll probably be... I'll put, if there's if there's one at default back, it'll probably be him. Um, then you can look at Cubo Mania and look at his Cheltenham form and look at his general handicap form. Uh, he's very consistent. If there's extra places on the day, especially with the man, the one who fucked up the Arca last year, David Russell on board, the redemption fella, he'll be, he'll be producing a good ride there. Aplutard, there's another one. I'm, I'm basically just going down the car. That's the first one. Aplutard, obvious chance for him, for any of the Bromhead. Um, ben Dundee would have a chance off 141 if, 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 he, if, he was, uh, if he was right for this. Then there's loads more. Uh, you mentioned Riders on the Storm. He put up a he put up a really really good performance last time. He looked at Argyll in front. Um, trainer Taff, Tom Taff. He um, he won this with Kicking King, did he? No. No, what was it? Hmm. He won it with a. Uh, Can't remember the name. He won it with something. Yeah. But he's got he's got a very good he's, record at Cheltenham, doesn't he? He's got, Tom very, he's got a very he's got a very good chance. He, he ran really well last time, and looks like a step up and tip will be fine. Shady operator, you'll give a chance. There's loads, but um, the one I was I was interested in when I looked at his form, but kind of went off him because there's so many with a chance. Was Tower Bridge? He ran a really nice race behind due to Geneva, who I mentioned earlier. I had a quick time at Garland Park. All this. Um, but more than that, he was fifth in the Albert Bar last year, which is turning out to be a really, really good race. He was third in the Sefton at Ainsley as well, behind uh, Roxana and um, ah, Finger on the Pulse is the one I'm thinking of. Bands are just thinking. Uh, same colours though, is it not? Um, Fuck off, <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically, the four ahead of Tower Bridge that day in the Albert Bar were um, Kilbrick and Storm, who's 16 to 1 for the Stairs. Okay, Corral, who's fab for the National Chase, might not be now. Ballyward, who's second fab, or maybe fab for the National Chase. And Santini, who's second fab, or maybe third fab now after I wrote this a couple of days ago, <laughs> for the RSA. Um, better ground will definitely suit our bridge. He's been running every single run, he seems to run his soft ground. Better ground definitely suits. I think he should go really, really well. But it's such a competitive race that I can't really be confident on one at all. Okay. But if, well, I, if I was forced to back to. Red Indian and Salbridge. Well, can you be confident? Yeah, it's very hard. I agree to be confident. One, I've got three that I'm interested in. Slightly disappointed. I think a few of us around the table are slightly disappointed. Clondog Castle has been rerouted to the Arkle. Not me. Pig. Uh, Riders on the Storm. I think looks obviously he's six to one five, but I think he looks reasonably well treated. Uh, he travelled really well in behind Hardline and Getabird at Limerick. I think. It probably just looked like he was outpaced slightly. He won his last start, like Fagan said, really well. And that was ahead of a pretty decent yardstick in Impact Factor, who's been running good races uh, in novice chases and handicap chases throughout the season. Uh, the trainer said he's going to be mapped out for this race all season. And he's got a... Yeah, and the trainer's also said he's got a good chance of a top three finish, which is... Certainly good enough for me. Uh, I think Quamino of Paul Nolan's is quite interesting. Quam? Uh, You're right, huh? 
Uh, Brian Cooper. 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 Wow. Yeah, that's what they've. That's what I said to Rob. They've moved. Rob well, Brian Hughes's book to Riders on the Storm because Cooper rides for Paul Nolan. Now I think he's a retained rider for him. Uh, I think he. What I like about Camino is his finishing speed. Uh, he's been battle hardened in good handicap chases in Ireland over over two miles. He's been plotted up many a time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he'll stay further, uh, and I think. Looking at the race, the, they might go a, a fair pace out front, and I think he can he can be produced late, much like uh, Mister Whitaker last season to pick up the pieces. So Comino at a bigger price is certainly of interest to me. Okay, Comino, lovely. Uh, Barnes, this is actually my favourite race of the festival, but um, Church looks suicidal that we're talking about it. So <laughs> not suicidal. We talk about it, mate. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm going to give. Church, he's looking at the clock. It's like I mean, an hour and twenty minutes, and he just finished this up. Um, if we've got, if we've got fancy, we've got fancy, sweet. The first one I really like is Ben Dundee. Uh, Fagan mentioned him. He's running off one four, and I'm a little bit disappointed. David doesn't ride. It's going to be Keith Donaghy. But he was within a length of Delta work at the beginning of the season. He then went on to beat Whisper in the Breeze very easily. That was, a, that was an awful race the, the first time. Though. I know the form. It was, on yeah. the form book, they, they didn't go, Delta they didn't go the gallop. Yeah, he, he, doesn't, he never wins by far Delta way, does he? But I, I made the point anyway. Nothing went right for him when he's been to Cheltenham in the past. He went to the county hurdle and the race just went totally wrong for him. But he's, he's, he's always been one that I thought could develop into a good horse and... Um, Gordon's been conspicuously quiet about him at all the previews. He hasn't mentioned him once, so uh, I'm going to take that as a positive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, no, it is a case for Gordon. He mentions like the obvious ones. If it's yeah, Fabulous, yeah, yeah. you'll obviously mention it, but if, if it doesn't get a mention, it's... Um, I think with Donoghue and, and the way it hasn't been mentioned, he's going to be um, a big price on the machine and uh, on the morning of the uh, race. Um he was really well backed against A plus Tard and uh, Winter Escape last time, and he was running a good race. He would have been a lot closer, but he made a mistake, and after that, it was race over. He, did, he just let him coast home. Ben Dundee. Ben Dundee, yeah. Wasn't he? Wasn't he? When, he, did he, make when, a when he got pulled up or fell, one of them times, there was two Gordon horses, I can't remember what the other one was, and they both drifted and ran absolute fucking stinkers. Yeah. It just stunk of handicap there. Like, yeah. But I, I, I think they were trying to win uh, the, uh, the Winter Escape race. That that was the uh, hard line race against. Uh, what the one I'm talking about? What was yeah. it? Ben Dundee and what else? No, 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 no. That's not the race. It must have been money fell. Great, Rob. <laughs> so uh, anyway, just to finish, the the other one that I really like has been mentioned by Fagan already. Um, Red Indian wouldn't usually be looking to uh, Kelly Morgan in a Cheltenham handicap, but this is a race where you can't really get them handicapped. It's just it's just sort of like um, so compressed, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's just sort of like a. 140 to 145 race usually it's gone a lot further this time very interesting the top weight's got 11.9 what's that all about does anyone know but anyway he's a two he's a proper two and a half mile he ran a great race in the um feltman against um santini uh labago ra and top of the game he made the run in he, he jumped really well he looks like uh, chasing's been the making of him he ran in the coral cup last year a really good race but i think he's a better chaser you can put line through the third run because they were just trying to drop him in, which he doesn't like. And uh, he, he didn't jump particularly well that day. He, he unseated his rider, but I think they were only getting that run into him. So a good run here. And he, he's going to be a big price on the day, probably 25 plus. So he'd be my main bet for it. 
Okay. Red okay. Indian there. Red Indian? Yeah. So, to summarise, just very quickly, <laughs> Fagan, your two were Red Indian and... Uh, Tower Bridge. Tower Bridge. Barnes, yours were Red Indian and... Ben Dundee. Ben Dundee and Rob, you were... Riders on the Storm and Quamino. Riders on the Storm and Quamino. Small mention for uh, Springtown Lake, who likes to go from the front and has a, a little bit of some good bits of form as well. I like him. And he's also trained by Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Massive negative. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and to close out the day is the full miler, the, the National Hunt Chase. Oh, really? This one's going to be quick. This one's going to be quick. Well, in that case, Rob, go ahead. Ballyward will win the race. Ballyward wins. You don't really need to go any further than that. No. At the previous Caramo come second. At the previous night, we were at OK Corral was being let, was be, was being suggested as the um, as the lay of the the festival. I think um, from Paul Keeley. Um, Men's club to lay your horse is yeah, definitely exactly. best in the race. Exactly. It's definitely the best exactly. horse, it's just if he stays Is he definitely the best horse? Well, Ballyword, there's an argument, but anyone else, he's definitely one of the two best yeah, horses okay. in the race. That, that's a nice, that's okay, a nice so statement. <laughs> 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 definitely the best horse is our argument. So, so are, we all, are we all, is everyone in agreement that Ballyword wins? Yeah. Um, I he, see him as a future Gold Cup horse. He wins, himself, from, he wins so. for me. Ah. Rob's just giving massive praise there. I'm not sure he's. I'm not sure he's quick enough for the for the Gold Cup. I just think he, this is his race. If you said to me, "Fucking pick a race for Ballyward to run in, like a perfect race," and obviously Patrick Mullins knows this, he fucking he entered them. He, he he's jocked up. It's this. It's a four miles round Cheltenham. Like he's an absolute bolt. This is what he is. He jumps. He gallops. I was actually. I've I've backed him in this. Already, I'm going to back him again on the day so, uh, if he's a decent. What is he now? Uh, Battle was three to one. Yeah, one hundred thirty on the machine. Mm-hmm. Any extra places or? Uh, there are currently four places at Sky where you can get eleven to four. Mm-hmm. Three, maybe, three, maybe. three to one, four places with VC. Maybe not. I'll leave it for that. If you if you can get seven, there'll be more. There'll be more extra seven places. Seven to two, four, and a bit of extra places. It's a fucking absolute stonewall certainty sort of bet that. Um, but yeah, this is just perfect for him. You're looking at this race kind of going, oh, will he stay four miles? Will he this? Will he suit this? This is this is his his race. Yeah. I was actually surprised last time how well he won. Because a three mile novice chase with like very, very good runners in it. I'm surprised how well he won. He took it up, like Rob says, like a gold cup horse, like a three mile. Took it up, stayed. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, maybe you, he's too quick. But You wonder how close Discorama would have got if he'd actually jumped the last. I don't know. I personally think Ballywood would have won. I think he, he would have won. Flew, but... He flew after the last. But I don't know for sure. So I've backed Ballywood, anti-post. And recently I've backed Discorama as well because I, I've watched that replay a few times. And because you thought Ballywood was out. Huh? Fuck <laughs> 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 if Paul Stars is listening, I'm ruining this guy. Better count because we back him. Um, yeah, but Ballywood, uh, sorry, Disco Rama, yeah, I backed him as well each way because I keep watching that race back. And if, if you do watch it, like Chris's dream and Champagne Classic are like, what, 10, 12, 15 lengths behind or whatever. And um, you look and you think, oh, Christmas Dream maybe not as good as people thought and Champagne Classic will improve for the run. Next time out, he didn't improve for that. The, the, form, the form was bang on, like, next time. Mm. And that looked an half-decent race. They've got any second now in behind who's, obviously, you can put a level to the form with what he's done in the Paddy Power and stuff. You can say that they're running to a fair level there and he's he's twatted, he's twatted them 10 lengths. Like, this is, a, this is a proper horse. This, I think he goes very, very, very close. Which makes me then think, 
I have to back this grammar as well because of how close he got. Fucking hell. I feel like a bird, like, ready to come out of him up. <laughs> this grammar, I've had to back him as well just because he fell at the last uh, behind Bally Ward and he was going to at least save it up to him. So for me, Bally Ward win or each way if we get the prices and places, like I said, and this grammar as well. Okay, Bond, can I just like, given this is an amateur jockey race, um, and one of the most successful amateur jockeys around Cheltenham in the last 10 years is Jamie Cole. I knew you were going to mention LeBroy Well, yeah, uh, LeBroy is, you can back it, well, 14 on the machine. It looks to be a pretty backable prize given just the jockey booking. Improved for, improved for offence. Can, can, you, can you put me in my place? Am I right? Am I wrong? Is it worth a bet? The problem is you'd be double that if you had anyone else on it. Yeah, I mean, he was a 41 shot before he was booked. Right, okay. And the truth is probably somewhere in between, but if okay. you wanted to back him, the, 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 the price is gone, I'd say. Okay. And um, he's never struck me as an out-and-out stay. Yeah, really. yeah, I'm not sure four miles is the answer for the horse. No, has he ever been beyond two and a half? No. no. No, never tried anything for two step. and a half miles. Pretty big step up. Yeah. Like, well, I know they go a slow pace round Cheltenham for the four miler, but... I, th- I think the staying angle is massively overplayed here because... Um, OK Corral is, is one of the better horses and he stays three miles so he's not just going to stop after three and a half miles he's, he's, he's going to plug on and he's much better than most of these horses um, whether Ballyward will outstay him I, I wouldn't be uh, confident about it they're both well found in the market so it's not a race I'd be uh, particularly keen to uh, get heavily involved with OK have you got uh, anyone got a particular outside shot given that we've got a Fagan so- what was your uh, staying analogy about you saying Bolt doing 800 metres against uh, at the sports then? No, uh, we it. Doesn't sound very good. No, it was um, very, very good. But <laughs> uh, come on, like, given, given that we've got a pair of three one shots at the front of the field, is there any big outside shots you like? You get, obviously, um, we, we've discussed the front three, front four in the market. Anything that sort of 16s or bigger that's worth a shout? Uh, Jerry's back interested me that it had been inter- in- entered for this rather than the ultimate. I was keen on it in the ultimate. Blues uh, across the board, 14's best price, Jerry's back. Yeah, and uh, probably shorten further because, again, it's one that wasn't expected to run here and it's, it's caught the uh, market a bit by surprise. What do you mean by that? Is he back in front of the race and he's fuming? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Jerry's back. Now, Hardly true. Uh, best <laughs> bet of day one, David Barnes. Um, well, I'm not massively keen on anything this day, but I'd, I'd, I'd go with Hardline. Hardline. The Arkle sets up perfectly for him. Hardline, day one, your best bet, Martin Fagan. Classical dream by a fucking country mile. Classical dream by a country mile. He's my best bet of the day. I don't mean he's going to win by a country mile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Rob Alexander. I can't see Bally Road getting beaten. Can't see Bally that was me second in line, I'm not going to lie. That was me NB. Oh, okay. each ways. Uh, yeah, you're each way back the day. Oh, fucking hell, didn't I? Red Indian. Red Indian. Yeah. Uh, and Fagan. Um, I, I think I'd have to say Melon. I can't believe this is coming <laughs> out of my mouth. <laughs> so I think I'd have to say Melon, yeah. I can't believe it. The only thing that would shock me more of is it, if it was Brains Power. <laughs> He's a fucking Brian <laughs> Brian Power. Brian Power, yeah. He's a big uh, And Rob Alexander, your each way bet of. I I think it's very significant that Jet Subject has been supplemented for the oh, yeah, for the mayor's hurdle. Mayor's hurdle, Jet yeah. Jet. Yeah, so twenty to one chance. Okay, lovely. Well, that concludes day one. Um, hope that you download the other three uh, yeah. that are coming. Um, and yeah, good good luck. 
We're going to have, uh, on the fourth day, we will have the festival-long multi uh, between these judges. So um, make sure that you listen to the end of that one. Don't just download it and skip to the end. Um, but for now, I've been Richard Churchill, joined by a judges on this Judges Guide Champion Preview podcast.